How's it going, everybody? It's me, uh, Jay and Michael Vincent, and uh, welcome back to the Airwolf Audio Commentary. This one, this is for uh, Season 1, Episode 4, Bite of the Jackal. Now, so far, I think that's my favorite episode title. That, that is evocative, you know, because uh, I don't know how many of you have been bit by a jackal before, but, uh, I mean, they can take a chunk out. Let me just tell you, I've seen it. I've seen it a few times, actually. All right, so I'm going to press play here. I guarantee it'll be a motherfucking commercial. Yep, yep, yep. Come watch our damn shows. I gotta tell you, I don't, I don't get the office. That's what they're promoting here. I just do not get it. Uh, I tried watching it. I tried watching the British one first because you know every goddamn person would tell you how great it was, and frankly, I couldn't understand a word they were saying. And then uh, I watched the American one, and you know it's just not my cup of tea. All right, so we got a little foreshadowing here. That seems to be a thing they did on this show, which was show you clips of the forthcoming episode. Uh, got some nice uh, gunfire there, and well, it looks like we're going to be in a little bit of trouble. And Ernie looked banged up there, too. I, this, I think this is going to be a good episode. Again, I uh, don't remember any of them, because... Uh, well, you know, because of the drinking. All right, here comes the kick-ass theme song. Dub a dee dub, doop dee doop, doop dee doop, doop doop. That's how Frank Sinatra would probably sing it. Doop dee doop, doop dee doop, doop doop doop. Get pour me a drink. Doop dee doop, doop dee doop, doop dee doop. I'm just kidding, Frank. I was a big fan. Big fan now, he's up here. Frank Sinatra's up here in heaven. Him and Sammy and Dino perform almost every night. Uh, no Joey Bishop, though. I don't know if he's up here in hell or, uh, you know, still sort of on Frank's shit list, which I would have to say if he was, that is one hell of a grudge. There's another uh, fucking commercial already. You gotta be shitting me. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, one thing people always ask about uh, being in heaven, which is, you know, what kind of shows are up there and, uh, you know, you meet celebrities and stuff. I mean, here's the thing. I, I am a fucking celebrity. So Jan Michael doesn't see it as, oh, I got to meet Frank Sinatra today. No, it, it's uh, Frank Sinatra met Jan Michael Vincent. That's just the way I see the world and the afterlife as it so be. But it is true, you could see a lot of people. A lot of people uh, you wouldn't think would be up here. You know, people that, uh, you know, rock stars who abuse drugs and stuff. I guess I'm maybe I'm being a little hypocritical here. But, alright. Episode starting. Some menacing music right off the top. Some feet. These are probably, this is probably me. Nope, not with that gut. It's not Ernie either, so it's a whole new person, no new character. We don't know who this guy is. There it is. There's the title, Bite of the Jackal. 
Oh shit, Shannon Doherty's in this. Wow. I think she's going to be up here soon from what I've heard. Now, uh, oh, I was going to say something, but never mind, because that guy's got a, what is that, a calculator? What's a calculator going to do? That looks like one of those electric football games that I had as a kid. Not Jan Michael, it would have been way before. I mean, the guy doing the voice, I had that as a kid. How were you expecting this shit to get meta? <laughs> Alright, here's me and Ernie. This was a fun scene, but one drawback was Ernie's breath stunk to high heaven. And uh, we shot this after lunch, and they so happened to, it was cold cuts day, and craft service I mean they did a hell of a job but I mean they loaded up a buffet of all sorts of salamis and uh, sarsaparillas and uh, capicolas and all sorts of stuff and you know we were making each other we were making hero sandwiches all all day and I think Ernie put down three or four I mean just pure salami breath for the rest of the day and he's got that big boom and laugh so every time you see that? I mean, you can just imagine. You can almost see the vapors coming out of his mouth. I tried to do a cute, like, little boy pout there. They're right there too. You know, sometimes you just gotta show off your vulnerable, uh, childlike side, and you know, women love that shit. That worked for me for a long time. Worked, and this worked in. Uh, uh, what's the other thing I was in? Nah, fuck it. I can't remember. I know I was an ice cream man. Not a good picture though. Seems like an odd way to get into that helicopter, but. Now, we know from the first scene that that guy fucked with stuff a little bit. And I, I can kind of sense it. You can see it there. Jan Michael uh, has six or seven senses. Yeah, I clearly got a taste for booze. That's one of them. <laughs> I mean, this guy just screams bad guy, right? Just a upper crust prick. Boy, these guys are just articulating left and right, huh? <laughs> I don't get it. 
God, that champagne looks really good. Come on, Jam Michael. Hold it together. Hold it to fucking together. I will. Just for personal update for everyone who listened to the last episode. I'm I'm happy to say seven days sober. It's not easy up in heaven. They got a lot of juke joints and dive bars and buffalo wild wings up here. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of buffalo wild wings. There seems to be one on almost every block. I don't I don't know what that founder did or getting God's good graces there, but uh, I mean, I'm not complaining either. The spicy garlic wings are to die for. Now, 555, that was a fake number that Hollywood used that to uh, make it look like a real phone number, but uh, if you tried to dial it, you would get nothing. Now, for everyone, that happens to be Westwood, California. It's uh, where UCLA is. That's pretty, uh, pretty cool little nugget. I used to spend a lot of time in uh, Westwood doing uh, improv comedy. Again, not uh, not Jan Michael, but the guy who does the voice. Jan Michael has no idea what improv comedy is. I mean, what's going on here? So now we got a stowaway kid. We're going to have to spend 10 minutes explaining this fucking part of the story. Now this kid is played by uh, Shannon Doherty. She, uh, She's had a, kind of a long, good career. I mean, after this, you know, she probably did a bunch of commercials or something. But I remember she was in a show called Our House. It was called Our House? I think it was. With uh, Wilford Brimley. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, it was Wilford Brimley. He was sort of the head of a household. And she was the granddaughter. And then, of course, she went on to Beverly Hills in 90210, which is a good uh, good program. I, I, actually, Jan Michael was asked to be brought in for one of the roles that eventually went to Luke Perry, who I just ran into a couple days ago. Hell of a guy. And uh, I'm glad he got it. See, what happened was, because I was so good-looking, casting directors were often confused as to how old I was and... Uh, this particular casting director thought I was just a 17-year-old piece of ass and uh, wanted me to read for Dylan, but I wasn't. I was too old and, uh, you know, without the makeup and stuff. So when I went in there, they, you know, they sniffed that out pretty quick. They said, my God, this guy looks pickled. Uh, anyway, I didn't bomb the audition anyway, so I, I didn't get it, and... Uh, it went to Luke, and he was a great guy, and Shannon, and all those people. I mean, it's just a classic television show. All 
All right, so the dog's a little upset here, which kind of tips me off. I know something's up. Yeah, Ernie's banged up there. Going to pour some. Now, what's funny is I, uh, that's supposed to be water, but I, you know, prankster that I am, you guessed it, I put some vodka in there and. At first take, you should have seen it, man. It, it burned. I think it got in his eyes and, you know. Ernie was all all sorts of pissed off, but, I mean, everyone had a good-ass laugh. And, uh, anyway, they ended up draining that and putting water back in. I heard that Shannon Doherty was not easy to work with by the time uh, 90210 came along. But I got to say, I, you know, she was a doll on set and uh, actually a hell of a money manager. I mean, she was a smart cookie, you know, even at that age. She was uh, at lunch giving me some financial advice. It turned out to work, you know. A couple of stocks that she had uh, already invested as uh, her acting money in and uh you know for that i always thanked her i mean i blew all the money anyway but i, I hate that every story i got comes circling right back to drugs and alcohol but that is a big part of the jan michael story and uh you know we got a lot of episodes ahead of us and i'll try and do my best to not overuse uh you know the the dark stuff but Anyway, I'm talking over the plot here. That woman was a real dish. Smelled great, too, in person. Before uh, old Sleepy Joe did it, Jan Michael used to like to smell a woman's hair. And you know what? They're absolutely right to not like it. <laughs> I got to tell you, even when I was doing it, I... Uh, I kept thinking, J. Michael, this is wrong. But, uh, you know, I got weird uh, piccadillies about me, and uh, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Predilections, predilections. Anyway, one of them was smelling the hair of a beautiful co-star. I wonder how many of those suits they had, that white one. That had to be a fucking bitch to clean. What are these accents? I, I mean, I can't really follow it.
they're they're talking about me. They're saying that uh, Hawk is, you know. Yeah, they're talking about old Stringfellow Hawk about how good he is at his job and tough and you know. And uh, I bring that up because uh, you know that's the character I'm playing. Jan Michaels playing Stringfellow Hawk, and uh, you know the kind of thing that that does to a leading actor. You know, the uh, playing a character that's perceived as so great and. Uh, above repute and it gets to a person it gets to the actor it meant in different ways too you know first of all you start buying into it thinking that you're some sort of superhero and uh but then after a while and after many late nights after chugging them down with harry dean at dantana's you know you start to be a little self-conscious and your steam starts to go down and you realize you're not that guy. I'm not Stringfellow Hawk. I'm uh, I'm Jan Michael. I'm a actor. I'm a flawed man. One too many mornings, you know, waking up and just crying, just plain and simple, bawling my eyes out. A lot of people don't think that, you know. They don't. They just think it's all glamour and stuff. But uh, I bet you dollars to donuts. All those actors in the Avengers, they hate themselves. They probably fall asleep with a pistol in their mouth or, uh, you know, they're going to some sex club or something. I'm just, whatever it is, whatever, you know, they just can't live with themselves. Or I, I hope they can't because I'd hate to be the only guy who suffered through this. I was just trying to talk over that footage of uh, Airwolf flying. I mean, shit, we know the fucking thing is good in the air. I feel like every every episode could have been a half hour. Gosh, she's a good-looking broad. All right, I'm going to have a Marlboro here. He switched uh, eye patches. I mean, why did he switch eye patches? Also, the theme song sounds a lot like the one in Superman the movie. right it's always politics i mean i'm uh i'm in heaven now so i'm not technically an american citizen anymore but before i left that earth i mean my god uh politics in america was a real mess and apparently it got worse after i departed i mean when sooner or later everyone's got to realize that uh you know 
government doesn't give two flying fucks about you and well, whatever. This is not a political podcast. So this is about Airwolf. This is about my experiences. Me talking you through the production and the history of the show. So I, I apologize. I gotta say though, I am insanely curious as to where Donald Trump's going when he uh, passes away. You know, I have a feeling he'll come up here. God's got kind of a weird sense of humor, but uh. You, know, you never know, it's 50-50, really. Because for existence, for example, sorry, for example, you know, Hitler is not here. You know, he's, I don't know if he's in hell or what, but he, he ain't up here. Because I would have met him. Clubs on circulating. And But David Koresh is. I mean, that's where I, sorry. I, I know I took a drama pause there, but I was trying to think of, like, uh, that's commercial anyway. I was trying to think of, uh, you know, uh, somebody who might surprise him. David Koresh is, in fact, in heaven. Um, not He's not Jesus, but, uh, you know, I think he mea culpa'd that uh, after the government. Stormed in that building and killed all those people, including children. But that's uh, so. Here I go again, Jan Michael, <laughs> getting getting political. Sorry about that, but it's a fact. That's exactly what they did, and then the, they covered it up, and the media helped them. Do 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 Soundtrack, theme song, or whatever. All right. All right, we're back. Ernie and the kid are waving me down or waving someone down. Just keep you on course here. Nope. See Ernie right away. Ernie had a face like a pug, don't you think? Some sort of cuddly dog. That gun looked fake as fuck. Not that one, but uh, the one Ernie was holding. Look at it. I get. Oh, you know it's a flare. My bad. J. Michael didn't know the difference. I mean, this looks like real trouble for uh, old Ernie and Shannon. Frankly, I have no idea how they get out of it. I, you know, I've never seen this episode before. I would imagine I'm going to have to show up here any second. Is William Devan? I mean, that looks a lot like him. That was a good-looking man. 
Uh, I feel like most people aren't going to remember old Bill, but, uh, <coughs> sorry, this Marlboros are killing my throat. Um, and this impression ain't helping matters either. Yeah, but, uh, I wonder how many young people remember or even heard of Knott's Landing, but I mean, when he was on there, he was, uh, as good looking as they got. I mean, he had a sort of a Warren Beatty vibe to him, you know? Just kind of just pure male sexuality and the kind of guy you don't want to leave your wife alone with, you know? <laughs> well, there was a lot of good looking people on that show. I mean, Donna Mills was on that show, Peter Reckle. Remember, he was a real hunk for a moment. And, uh. Joan Van Ark, too, you know. She was a good looking older woman, I guess. This guy's about to learn that uh, you just do not fuck with Stringfellow Hawk. Or, I guess maybe in the next scene. I thought that was building to something. He couldn't have gotten very far, I think it's... How, he can't have gotten very far because it's six half half dozen of another look like bowling pins to be honest how the hell would that happen I know you're trying to be original here but a missile is going to attach itself to a moving craft it's got to move fast enough to catch the craft and it's just going to gently stick to it. Come on. And I'm going to say there'll be egg on my face if that's a real technology, but I just could not see it happen. All right, you can see it in my eyes. I'm a little worried about things. Now, this is going to sound crazy, but on this 
particular night when we were shooting this scene, I remember looking at all the farm animals there and uh, all the pigs. And uh, I remember just that, that one right there, that little one that was in between the big fat ones. You know, I was kind of playing with them and the guy that owned the property said I could feed them if I wanted. And that little one was so cute. And uh, he kind of came up to me and I fed him from my hands and then wherever I was going, he would, uh, he'd follow me along, you know, the whole night when we were shooting, you know, we had to kind of keep him right off camera while, uh, me and Alex here did a scene, but, um, and he would make a little whimpering sounds when I, he couldn't be near me. He was like, mm-hmm, you know, and I just thought he was the cutest thing. And, uh, for the, just for the night, you know, I nicknamed him babe. And I was like, come here, babe. And the little piglet would come running over. And uh, I just fell madly in love with this little pig. And then I went home and I thought, you know, what if I, what if Jan Michael tried to write a movie, you know, and tried and wrote, wrote a movie about a pig, and just a charming, charming, lovely pig and his adventures. And I'll call it Babe. That's a great title for a movie. And, uh, you know, I got all excited and kind of got the creative juices going, and I sat down the typewriter and banged out uh, about three or four pages. But however long that took, it, you know, at equal time, I polished off a bottle of wild turkey and passed out and kind of never went back to writing Babe. And, you know, lo and behold, all those years later, about decade plus, what's the fucking number one movie in America? And, cleaning up at the Oscars a fucking movie called Babe about a goddamn pig I mean oh my god I tied one off that night but the point of that story was to uh, just tell you hey when you when inspiration hits you need to sit down and do the work god damn I can't believe I didn't finish writing that movie You know, year the same year Babe came out, I was in Ice Cream Man, which I mentioned earlier. I mean, a real a colossal piece of shit. And uh, I mean, whatever, whatever. What it's done, it's done. There's nothing I can do. I'm dead. Uh, you know, I'm in heaven. What's done is done. How I lived my life was how I lived my life, and I, I, I'm fortunate enough to be up here in heaven. And uh, but, you know, every once in a while, things like that, they just fucking fire me up. They get my nerves going. I feel like electricity kind of pulsating through my veins. And I usually know how to put out that fire, but I'm not going to. I'm going to white-knuckle it here. Plus, we got 19 more minutes or something of this episode. So, if I can just make it through that, I'll be fine. And I'll shut off the computer, send the filed uh, the peacock tomorrow morning and uh you know just another day got through it oh boy
hate to be the one to start the conversation, but this is uh, this is straight stereotyping. I mean, you know, it's a tricky thing. It's not like there aren't migrant workers that are Hispanic. I mean, it's come on. But these people, who I believe are also Hispanic in real life, that guy definitely looks like it. Uh, the woman could be a Italian, maybe, or. Is it me? I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, these conversations are so goddamn tricky. Sounds like they're landed on sort of thick, but, you know, it's certainly a far cry from brownface. So, I guess this is the happy medium, you know? Yeah, you heard it there, folks. There was a slur. I, uh, that is tough to watch right there. That was tough to watch. It was a pithy little line that I, you know, one I wanted to put a little secret sauce on it, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can just tell I'm a couple sheets to the wind. Hard to watch. This is almost like my own personal Frank Capra movie that's lasting 55 fucking episodes. Kind of look back on your life and kind of are put exactly in that same moment as you were when you were shooting it, you know? Yeah, I was supposed to have a line. Couldn't remember it. Fucking have to move on. It's TV, man. There's one take and let's go. But, you know, by the, by this hour of night, uh, I mean, I think even Babe knew I was liquored up. Yeah. But, you know, some good comes out of this. I mean, you get to see a different side of Stringfella. Kind of a jovial scene here and stuff, you know. I just, uh... It's funny, I mean, it's just uh, three guys bonding. One of them's from a different world. Some interesting hair that fellow's got. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. We, I did not have a romantic uh, segue with that lady there. Um, in fact, I don't even remember uh, even chatting her up a little bit. I was so preoccupied with Babe and popping uh, Altoids, so nobody knew what the story was. And uh, just never got to speak to her, but she uh, she was good in these scenes and. Yeah, I hope she had a decent career after she left uh, our set. All right, here we go. Head, heading into the action section. So, you know, you got white eyes there and me and the music's pumping. And we got to go save Ernie and Shannon Doherty or whoever the, she's supposed to be. I don't think they've gotten to it, have they? Ernie was a hell of an actor. I know that this is a, a far cry from from here to eternity, but I mean he brought it, you know, every uh, opportunity. And not that he didn't have a silly side to him, but just underrated actor. I think that's all I'm trying to get at. Now, I used to have a fun thing. Uh, they made action figures based on uh, these characters. And for Christmas, uh, one of my wives gave me one little uh, Stringfella Hawk action figure. And uh, uh, I used to have a lot of fun just climbing up to the uh, roof of my place and putting the guy in the toy uh, airwolf and just chucking him, just watching it fall straight down to uh, straight down to the ground and break it into a million pieces. And I'd go out and buy another one and do the same thing all over again. Okay, here we are with the big action scene, I think. I know I promised that earlier, but... All right, run. Run, Ernie. Run, Janet Doherty. Here comes Airwolf. Yeah, it's cool. 
heavy firepower there. Giving them some cover, and hopefully Ernie can get that piece of crap. Uh... Oh, what's going on there? I mean, she almost got shot. That was the plan for her to dump that? It's not like he wasn't even ready to fly yet. I mean, he could have done that, but whatever. Seems to have worked. Sunburst, huh? Isn't there a drink called Sunburst? Boom, kablammy. It clearly was not a white and red uh, missile, but whatever. There's only so much you could do, right? That's not good. Uh-oh. Look out. Here comes Ernie. Whoa. So those two just bit the dust. On, this was a... Two more. This, this was a... A broadcast television. I mean, my God. Is that girl holding the... Oh, she's holding the flare gun, yeah. Here's the fellow who, uh, whose accent we still haven't figured out. You think it's supposed to be British? I don't know. All right, cool. I saved the day again. It was, uh, seemed like a close one there, but it's, you know, it just shows like how real teamwork is. You know, we come to save Ernie, then we're in a little bit of trouble, and then Ernie pops up and saves us. And ay ay ay. Okay, different different era, folks. I mean, that is, uh, that's all I can say about that, you know. I mean, we, you know, we made a lot of jokes, most of which were, uh, you know, tasteless and stuff like that. And women were good at just kind of laughing it off. I guess they're done doing that.
like I say, even even for old Jan Michael, that one was a little little tasteless. Because she, she, why is she dressed up like a frontier wife? I mean, look at Ernie there. He looks like a million bucks. Imagine me, a young girl who needs consoling, and Ernest Borgnine walks up and <laughs> offers uh, some help. Jesus Christ. What in the hot hell is going on here? I, I know I missed a few things. I probably was talking about my drinking escapades and missed about three or four plot points, but I really do not know what is going on. Is she being auctioned off like uh, like uh, Epstein's Island or something? I mean, this is uh, some strange, peculiar dialogue I'm listening to. I mean, they got her dolled up. You know, like she's about to start scrubbing someone's floor and washing his pans. And uh, that, none of that was innuendo, by the way. I mean, like literally, she would be to start doing the housework. I know the show made me a star, but this shit is corny as fuck. Look at me. God damn, I look good. And uh, right as soon as I walked off camera, I puked. Tough, tough day that day. I mean, she looks like she's from outer space. So here I'm thinking if they can find it. Well, no, he's not my brother. I got, I'm sorry, that got confused. I was thinking out loud. I was trying to connect the dots uh, before I really put them together. And uh, anyway, that fucking episode's over. 
Well, it's another one of the books, everybody, and uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I, uh, I will uh, talk to you next week. Uh, this is Jan Michael Vincent, and uh, I love you. Bye. <laughs>